0: Good evening, Andy. How are you?
1: Ross, what's going on, buddy?
0: I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? How are things? How are you holding up, man? What's the news?
1: Uh, that's, That's like seven questions, but I think they all are heading toward the same answer. Fine.
0: Good, man. Good, good. I saw last week's podcast, How'd It Go?, You know, you're advising everybody to be a personal trainer. I thought that was very nice of you.
1: Good. Yeah, well, you know me, man. I like taking care of the people. Uh, What have you been up to, man? Did you do anything spectacular this weekend? Did you roll around and make some snow angels this morning?
0: I did not. I love that snow. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Just did a little shoveling for the... For the family, help them out just so nobody slips. Everybody always enjoys a good little shoveling. I thought that was the proper thing to do. And then uh, carried on my day, man.
1: You are a good son, man. That's the kind of thing that you need to do to get great Christmas presents, you know? Yes. You got to take care of business. You got to do your chores, that's for sure. Hey, man, good news. We have a real question from a real listener today. Can you believe that? Unfortunately, it's not home improvement related but i'll come up with something for you but boy am i excited it it, it almost negates how angry and sad and quasi bitter i am that the bears lost last night i know i know you probably weren't Ooh. able to sleep either Ooh, i
0: heard they were four for four last i checked no no three three they're no three and no is Ooh. this how you guys talk I, you know like they had like they're winning they had a winning streak.
1: Yeah, right. uh, they were. Yeah, they had only lost one game prior to the last night, so now they've lost two. But. You know we're still five and two. You know it's not bad. You know if we win next week six and two, that's still pretty good. Uh, but just typical. You know, I was in, I was stuck in the car today, man. It's just typical Chicago sports radio. You know going into the game, everyone thought they were going to win. Everyone's talking about the playoffs today. Fire the head coach. Fire the GM. You know get new man. Get new everything because uh, this is the worst franchise in the history of sports. And then once they win again, they'll be going back to the Super Bowl. So. You just have to listen to enough AM sports talk radio to know that these guys uh, take themselves a little bit too seriously, man. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's it's one game. We lost. We'll be back. You know, that's just how it works.
0: So when will they be out completely? Do you, I w- they only play up to you know how many games do? Is it up to sixteen games? Is that how it is? I believe. Plus, it's,
1: like, yeah, it's it might be eighteen games. It's usually sixteen games, eighteen weeks, uh, but everything's okay. goofy with COVID, so some games might get skipped. You know, but you know you got to figure everything winds down around uh, Christmas, January, and then the Super Bowl is usually late January, early February, so. Uh, the Bears, in my opinion, are definitely going to go Super Bowl. Though I say that every year, I really feel confident this year because I feel confident every year. So they'll be playing until early February. So and then after that, you can go back to I don't know whatever it is you do. What do you do? I, I, this see for me this is this is like a great time of year. Football is on almost every single night of the week, and uh, I enjoy the heck out of it. But for guys like you, I don't know. What, what do you have to look forward to, man? You know.
0: Well, I like to do my own wolf side projects. Uh, you know, I call it the hibernating during the winter. So yeah. when we all do the hibernating, it's just a fun tasks for me. My job's always occupied doing things inside. So I can keep myself pretty busy fixing things inside for people. So I don't mind. I'm not like, oh my God, this, the game's on. I'd be like, oh, the game's on. That's awesome.
1: Nah, man, I'm the opposite. I look forward to it every single week, you know. I uh, and then there's no high school football in Illinois this year, so they're probably going to do it in the spring. So that's for me. It's I mean, I would. I wish there was high school football right now because I definitely would go to some of the games. However, you know, if if they do play in the spring, that's like football all year round, man. Aren't you? I know you're excited, man. Take it easy, Ross. Slow down.
0: Yeah, I, my eyes are wincing. They're kind of squinting like, ooh, yeah, every year, you know, every year high school football.
1: yeah. But, are uh, you are you working you know, on any projects right now that you're not getting paid for? Um, <laughs> as in like a personal project or something, is there something that you're thinking about doing that you've put off?
0: Um, You know, something today I was just organizing my little desk and I thought about making myself a little uh, pencil cup uh, organizer. That was something that popped in my head today because uh, I have uh, ceramic uh, cups, like porcelain cups, and um, I don't like how I have, like, you know, pictures on them. And I thought more, how about I just make a little cup holder for them, so my uh, pens and pencils and – highlighters a little more organized and I thought maybe I have to make that. These are things that I realize the more and more. I as I get older I just want things less annoying and more just simplistic, but not so simplistic where I feel like I'm a minimalist. Okay. So uh that is something that I was thinking about making for myself. And I, I feel uh you, man. And no that's
1: ones- that's a great project. You know, it's those little things like I'll I'll tell you something that I'm working on right now is um and it's, it's it's these little things add up and then it's when you start putting them off it becomes like a royal pain in the ass and then like all of a sudden before you know it you know you, you, it's one of those things that would have taken 10 it's like folding the laundry i know folding the laundry takes me no more than 10 maybe 15 minutes tops right but i sometimes right. i put it off and then i don't have any clothes to wear and then instead of like reaching into my drawer i got to reach in my laundry basket of the clean clothes and then they're all wrinkled and it's like dude if i'd just taken that 10 15 minutes my life would have been so much easier Year, and my clothes wouldn't be quite as wrinkled, but I keep putting these things off. So, I do have a project right now that I'm gonna work on that uh, shouldn't take very long. I just put it off, I put it off for a couple of years. My dog's coats, right? Because you gotta put them on in the wintertime, uh, they're Velcro, and they were great the first year or so, and now they just got cut up with hair, and the Velcro doesn't work as well. And so, literally, maybe once or twice a walk, I'm sitting there adjusting the Velcro because it comes off. And I just ordered the snap-on buttons. Um, it's like a kit. And I don't even okay. exactly know how it works. But it's just, you're, I'm just going to put buttons where the Velcro is. And then I don't have to worry about uh, having to fix their coat on their walk. Put it off for an entire year. The whole last year, I was I was trying to use rubber bands. I was trying to just tuck it in. I was like, Egh. and then I, Or I would just fix it every single time we went on a walk. But now I'm taking the time to do it right and hopefully... Uh, my life will be that much better. Do you understand what I'm saying, Ross?
0: I understand. Yeah, I know. You want to keep your dog warm, but also you want the versatility and a quick release. Yes. And so oh. if it's uncoming uh, unraveled, unraveled um, that's a word, you know, you're going to be running some problems. And plus, other dog walkers are going to be judging you because you're just kind of not being the best owner to your dogs because they're just wearing, you know, rags. You don't want
1: that. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You do know
0: what I'm talking we're about. We're on the same page you for are sure. Not willing to buy your about. dog's new clothing, new coat. You know what? Those you coats have been aren't cheap. That. <laughs> I
1: remember I, uh, I got the ones I got now, which I really like, which is why I'm willing to take the time to repair them. Uh, they were expensive, but I got a deal because I got them on Black Friday. But uh, those coats aren't cheap, man. And I, but I, I did get a cool coat. It's it's one of them's camouflage, and the other looks like um, uh, it's like a wool, warm, nice black and white coat. So I got a thug, and I got like a classy. My dog is a classy lady. And my little guy's a thug. You know, camouflage. Um, Claw your eyes out.
0: Would you ever consider taking you know uh, those little jackets to the laundromat or the cleaners, the dry cleaners, for them to fix it at all?
1: What do you mean by fix it? Like, do the buttons for me? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but I, I, hopefully I can do it myself. I'm in this whole, like, DIY thing. Uh, I've been trying to do most of the stuff myself, so. But the problem is, it it is time consuming because I really don't know exactly what I'm doing, so I'm always looking things up. And then, even when it comes to purchasing a $10 snap button kit, I like read like several reviews, all the frequently asked questions on Amazon. I'm like an Amazon like junkie, you know. And you get to the point where you're on Amazon and you're reading the reviews, and you can tell which ones are fake, and which ones are actual people. So you know, never read the best ones, never read the worst ones. You usually read the ones that take like one step off and have like a reasonable explanation. Um, those to me seem to be the most credible. But, you know, people get paid to write, you know, glaring reviews and they're not very honest, but you can. The, the way I, the one of the ways here, here's a little uh, pro tip for you. One of the ways I sniffed out the fake reviews is they're typically written, written written They're typically written within like a week of each other. So if you see like a bunch of reviews that are like, "Oh my God, my life has been so much better ever since I bought this product. Uh, best thing, best purchase ever." Look at the date, and then look at a similar review, and if they're somewhere in the same vicinity, they're typically fake reviews. At least that's just been my experience. Do you do a lot of shopping on Amazon?
0: No, not that much. I tried to uh use that for my credit card purchase, you know, just so I feel that's a treat for myself to buy something off Amazon. So then I just want to keep up on my credit card purchase so it shows that I'm active. So probably I try to make it at least a two time purchase a month.
1: That's just my goal. It's my so goal. easy, man. It's you know, they made it so easy at, like today's tuesday i order this thing it'll be here by thursday at the latest sometimes it comes the next day it's like why would i go to the store you know and it's no it's no wonder most of these stores are going out of business you know because it's just so easy to order stuff and have it delivered to your front door but especially during this pandemic man some of these places aren't even open anyway hey i got a question for me
0: what yeah what I, is this one it's, good. It it's from body, elizabeth what type of body workout the upper or the lower where are we talking the back the front the face Andy, where are you? Where'd you go?
1: And Elizabeth asks, I got a new rower over the summer. I have admittedly not been consistently using it. However, this week, I finally decided to take control of getting back in shape after having two kids. She joined Weight Watchers, and now she wants to add the rower into a realistic routine. Any tips how to best use it to open, uh, to open up to them? Um, hmm. Realistic routine. The thing about like the rower in particular, I think it's one of the best cardio machines you could get. And she got a Nordic Track brand. You know, I don't know if you remember Nordic Track. Nordic Track used to be the cross country skier that was just like uber dangerous. And if you can find one, they're like, well, first of all, they're hard to find, but they're like uh, one of those like retired the hall of fame cardio machines. You know, there's been several over the years and that's probably the number one. But Nordic Track is still a uh a good company and they still put out products. Um Nordic Track in particular, so like they have a lot of brand name equipment. Uh same thing with like Bowflex, and then you know you're finding all these other companies kind of springing up like Free Motion and um uh Peloton is a big one, iFit and all that stuff. They're all like they, they gear, like NordicTrack in particular, will gear their equipment toward residential use. Uh, a lot of those companies, too, a lot of those cardio machines, uh, one of the nice things about them is they have built-in you know preset workouts. So I have a Concept 2 rower, which I'm very familiar with, but it only has several workouts. I mean, it has five preset workouts and then five like you can customize some of the other ones. But for the most part, it's, the, it's like a 2,000-meter row, 5,000-meter row. Uh, and that gets to be insanely boring. When all you're trying to do is beat your old time, um, the fun thing to do is to do interval workouts, timed workouts, and stuff. And for the concept two in particular, they're not typically built in, so you have to kind of like do like like pull out your phone and like do like an uh, a workout, but use the cardio machine, and the two don't talk to each other, et cetera, so forth. So that can be, get to be a little tedious. The thing about two about the rower though, in particular for me, is it's just one part of my workout, so. Unlike running, where a lot of people are just runners, or you know yoga, a lot of people just do yoga. Um, like you know, I don't just do like cardio machines. So I might do a roller for ten, fifteen minutes, and then I'll go lift weights for you know thirty, forty minutes. Or I might do a high intensity workout where like you know I'm lifting, I'm jumping rope, and I'm doing the roller all circuit style. So to answer the question, um, I'm not familiar with the built-in workouts that. Uh, Nordic Track has, but I am familiar with some of the apps that work well with rowers. And some of the ones that you're going to want to look at, I have a list here. Let me, I'm going to pull this up. You know why? Because I did a lot of research today because we don't normally get questions. And uh, I wanted to answer this one um, properly. So, nice. yeah, the Concept 2 website has several apps that they uh, recommend that you check out if you're trying to do um some workouts and not get bored let's see what we got here um and uh ross go ahead and fill the empty space go
0: um you know i think the nor i used to have my father had a ortrek machine growing up and i did do my working out with when i was in high school but at one point it was retired just due to the lack of attention from the parents just because it ended up collecting dust in the basement and ended up being a clothing rack uh which we all can find ourselves in that situation i agree but um for what i i know i have a client who has a run machine in their uh, garage um that they put just temporarily as we were working on their basement and uh, their brother um he was doing the same thing, which kind of referred to my client one. so I knew that they're both brothers who had a rowing machine, and he enjoyed it, he got rave reviews out of it, he enjoyed it a lot, so I'd say, um, keep going on the rowing, I, for myself, I'd still try to do the rowing and try to do some squats and some burpees and if you do do that put a block between your thighs
1: you love that i don't know why it doesn't really do much it's just isometric you know contraction it's not necessarily going to tone or shape your thighs i just think maybe there's some uh placebo effect to it like because you have something between your thighs you think you're working your legs but if you enjoy it man keep going with it this the app that i was looking at that seemed very you're welcome the app that i was looking at that i seemed very yeah you're welcome uh it seemed pretty, um, not only intuitive, but very popular as KinoMap. And with KinoMap, you can also do bike rides, uh, you can do treadmill work, and then you can do rowing, and it'll integrate, if you have like a Bluetooth uh, strap, like a Bluetooth uh, heart rate monitor, it'll integrate all of that, and you can like be on the water while you're looking at your numbers, and it's an app that you can run from your desktop or from a mobile device, tablet, or, you know, iPhone, Android, whatever. And then the nice thing about like those iPhones, and I'm sure Android could do this too, is that you can cast it to a TV or you can get a a dongle to plug into the HDMI cord and you can watch it on your TV. Those those apps the best the best thing you could possibly do is find one of those apps. Typically, the ones that cost they only cost somewhere between ten and twenty bucks. The free ones usually aren't very good, and they're usually not very stable, and they're not you know the interface is kind of awful. There's not much to it. Uh, You'll find that the ones where you pay ten to twenty dollars are a lot better, and then there's usually an online community. That's why Peloton is as popular as it is. It's not necessarily because it's the best bike out there or the best classes out there the best whatever it's the community and everyone has one and you're when you're riding you can race people and stuff you can do that with rowing as well Uh, but i would look into the app Kino map and then uh another one that looked really really interesting that's not a little bit less about the actual ride but more about the instruction was called regatta r-e-g-a-t-t-a again they do live and on-demand rowing classes which would be similar to um to peloton and that's i guess that's like would be a competitor to peloton the fact that you're doing live classes and you are also competing with people at the same time. If you're doing it on your own, like, for instance, the Concept 2 and you're doing the built-in workouts, you're going to kind of get bored after a while. And there is no community when you're doing everything by yourself. Um, and it's the community and the competition and the accountability that's really going to keep you coming back. So, Elizabeth, what I would recommend is checking out the Regatta app and the Kino Map app and use those every time that you do your row. And another thing, too, is the accountability thing. They'll usually track all your rides and then you can see how many rides you've had at the end of the month etc so forth and then the next month try to beat that number that's another way to try and stay on top of it and to keep it interesting, another thing too is that maybe find a friend that does rowing as well, and see if you can guys not necessarily compete with each other and try and you know break each other's records every time you're doing a workout, but rather you know hey how many times are you get to row this week you know what time are you get to row you know why don't I why don't we set up a Zoom meeting and row at the same time that kind of thing is going to keep you going to the rower. But don't just do the rower. Try to get some stretching in before and afterward. Maybe a little bit of light dumbbell work, and uh, you can definitely get a great workout and get back into that pre-baby shape uh, in a hurry if you use the thing. That like Ross, what you were saying, man, was dead on. A lot of people buy these cardio machines and they end up using as clothes racks. So uh, don't do that. That won't get uh, that won't get anything done.
0: But have fun with it. Take, and, but take your time with the rowing and just I'd say focus on your intentions and each time you you know you're pulling that rowing you know just do it correctly properly and follow through on each one and you see you'll see some discipline coming out of you and also you'll see some results but just take your time and set your clock for the time that you'll be doing it
1: That's, that brings up a great that. point um, yeah you know what when it comes to like form, um, one of the things that we learned during CrossFit too is that you want people to perform at about an 80% rate. So you don't want someone doing every single rep 100% correctly, because if you're concentrating on your form to that degree, there's a good chance that you're not working as hard as you possibly can. Uh, you know, and on the flip side, if you're only going like 50%, you're probably doing you know the exercise enough to enough to the point where you could potentially injure yourself. But if you're doing about 80%, that gives you a little bit of leeway. To not do every single rep, you know, correctly to still work pretty hard. Don't overthink it because at the end of the day, whether it be a rower, a, a ski erg, a treadmill, a bike, it doesn't matter. You're really just trying to heart- elevate your heart rate and uh, really get some cardiovascular benefit out of those machines and also burn some calories while you're doing it. And you don't need perfect form every single time in order to achieve those goals. So, um I mean, it's a hundred percent answer is just use the damn thing. I recommend finding an app and a friend and, you know, setting aside uh, one good thing that I tell all my clients to do is buy a calendar, like a real calendar from like Walgreens, not like a piece of paper with squares on it, but like something that you can hang on your fridge. And every time you do a workout, you know, whether it be for at least 20 minutes or whatever goal you set for yourself, just put an X on that calendar. And by the end of the month, ideally, you want to have about 22 X's. And uh, that's how you know you're doing it right, you know. Um, And then you can be realistic about, you know, at the end of the month, if you're like, you know, I didn't lose any weight. And then you look and there's only like five X's and like, well, there you go. Uh, Andy,
0: what should she eat just to make sure that she is actually getting results when she's doing her run machine? Do you say like limit your milk intake or carb intake? Is that something to avoid?
1: In nutrition is a different animal if you want to lose I
0: know weight, everybody's body is different
1: i know no, that yeah no you, i mean we're, we're talking about like if we're talking about losing weight the best way to do it is nutrition um but Think about it. If you're keep your if if I'm what I'm saying is if she wants to lose weight and continue to eat the way she's already doing it, you know putting doing the rowing burning those extra calories, she doesn't have to change her diet too much. And in theory, she should start losing weight. Uh, the problem that happens when people start exercising is they start eating more because they're hungrier. Uh, and that of course, you know at best you'll break even, possibly even gain weight. And then they just, you know women typically will assume that they're just packing on muscle, and all of a sudden, you know it's the exercise's fault, and that's why I don't want to do it again Uh, no the truth is she should continue to eat the way she's eating not worry about that just yet Uh, the the biggest thing is just to establish a routine of doing cardio hopefully somewhere between three to five times a week so we can ideally hit maybe those 20 you know 18 to 22 uh, X's every month on the calendar and I wouldn't worry about nutrition just yet um, you know, if you get to the point where you're, you know, working out consistently and the scale's not budging, then we could talk about nutrition because honestly, Andy, yeah.
0: Would you ever recommend doing leg lifts if she's on her back and then has like a yoga block at her feet and then lifts it all the way up to the top and then all the way down? And then if she wanted to, she could set her yoga block down and then just switch up the legs as she listens to a, to our podcast or some other podcast. Um,
1: but what like I recommend, minutes,
0: I'm not trying to promote us. I'm just saying to help the lower abs. Well, is that something to consider.
1: It is something to consider. but I think the best, the number one point that you're bringing out of this is that uh, whether, you know, she be lifting the, the block, you know, while she's doing lower ab work or possibly, you know, uh, Cooking or driving, she should be listening to our podcast nonstop. And you know, just one of those things that you know, if you get a waterproof speaker, maybe you know, throw throw us in the shower. You know, um, I got that. We only got twenty nine episodes. I mean, there's no reason you can't start at episode number one and uh, work your way up to twenty nine and start all over again. Uh, right. Just,
0: I think we don't want to lose her.
1: Right now, and and
0: and to bring it back to the yoga block and the leg lifts,
1: you love it. You love it.
0: But I'm just suggesting that is something that could help you out for the lower abs because if you're doing the rowing and if you do want to see some quicker results, for my experience, I've noticed from from just influencers on Instagram, I see they're doing more of these leg lifts just to help tone their stomach. And for me as a contractor, if I see a hinge moving back and forth and if I see my stomach moving back and forth, up and down, lifting my legs... I believe there's going to be some form of results going to appear, and if I put a little weight where my feet are or my shoes and I move that hinge back and forth, shouldn't I be building some muscle where my stomach is in the lower abdominal region?
1: Uh, I hate to burst your bubble because you're such a great guy, and boy, do I enjoy doing. I'm this just podcast asking today. questions here. I know, just I know, and I have answers. Uh, the answer to that is not necessarily. I think for someone like you, who typically does not retain body fat and probably has an easier time uh, seeing their low abs, uh, for the most of America, uh, we tend to carry our belly fat around our stomachs, and the problem with seeing those low abs has nothing to. Th- what you're saying is, you know, if I do those exercises well. Like, you know, see my low abs? Um, and the answer is probably not because they're covered by a layer of fat. And the best way to lose fat is to diet and to do some cardio. So she would be better off trying to see those low abs by doing rowing and focusing on what she's eating in the kitchen than doing a yoga block leg lift now for someone who has low body fat like yourself or an instagram model or you know where body fat around the midsection doesn't exist as much exercises like that will help sculpt and tone but not necessarily build muscle muscle is only built when uh you know those muscles are fatigued and the muscle fibers are torn apart Uh, a lot of those exercises they make you burn in that central or that area but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're building muscle um, you could be building endurance. Um, you know, you could be, you know, shaping and defining the muscle, but uh, you're not necessarily building strength. You're not necessarily building size either. Uh, those are very specific goals. Uh, and so, if you're talking about just building the lower muscle abs, uh, leg lifts, which are leg lifts with resistance uh, not necessarily laying on your back, but like, you know, hanging from a pull-up bar toes to bar, uh, those would be exercises that would help right. build a little bit of muscle. And, okay. Yeah. Um, but
0: would I, you, so another, so, uh, is there anything else you have to say about that? No, I'm good, man. My other question, would you ever recommend her, um, doing any apple cider vinegar to help on the gut health with the, you know, the portions of the apple cider vinegar, probably like maybe like, a. You know, like just like probably a shot or two into like a 20 ounce bottle, and uh, then that'd probably help out maybe help lose some weight and
1: help for... The yeah, they, they, they say apple cider vinegar in particular. That's like the... It, I want to say the new one. It was definitely new about like two or three years ago. It was a hot thing. And if they were talking about hormonal control and, you know, cortisol suppression, um, also, you know, helping to regulate blood sugar. You know, if the blood sugar doesn't spike, therefore, you know, we're not going to be as hungry. We're not going to want to eat as much. And will apple cider vinegar help with that? Yeah, it will. But, you know, you have to remember like an end just Justifies the means approach. You know, if somebody's let's say 100 pounds overweight, are they 100 pounds overweight because they didn't drink apple cider vinegar, or are they 100 pounds overweight because they were slamming cheeseburgers and refusing to exercise, and you know, staying up till all hours of the night and not sleeping properly? You know, those would probably be the you know things you'd want to address first, not the apple cider vinegar. I mean, a whole industry, the supplement industry, is built on that logic, right? So if I have fat, I buy a fat burner, right? Well did you get fat because you weren't taking a fat burner or did you get fat because, you know, when people were ordering a slice of pizza, you were ordering an entire one or instead of eating a salad, you were just, you know, taking your ranch bottle, unscrewing the cap, dumping the, you know, about half a bottle to about three quarters of a bottle on your salad and just eating it as if it was a big, you know, ranch soup you know what i mean uh so you have to kind of have that end justifies the means type of um you have to it's it's causality you have to find what what is the reason you were there and you know can we start with those things first as opposed to trying to find an alternative solution So, I think apple cider vinegar is is an alternative solution, but it's on that list of like chia seeds and goji berries and you know um, hemp, you know hemp seeds. You know, I I mean, I can name a bunch of these superfoods that are supposed to be you know cure alls. But because you eat you know superfoods, does that mean you're going to be healthy and in shape? Well, no, because you still smoke cigarettes. You big goof. You know. I
0: understand. I think what the apple cider vinegar would do with with mixed with water because you don't have that straight. But it helps as a appetite suppressant because you're not having more of a craving. If you have a craving and you have some of that, this is like it's form of camp, you know, kombucha, you know, but it's kind of like apple cider grade. So I believe kombucha is some form of like a vinegar, in my opinion.
1: It's, um, it's fermented tea. Cool you yeah, know, it's fermented tea. And, and I love kombucha. I have kombucha often. I have apple cider vinegar almost every morning. I have a power drink that I've been uh, slamming every single morning for the last, six or seven years and essentially was like i started with essentially the master cleanse type recipe so honey lemon and cayenne pepper and i've been adding to it ever since and i have it four or five days a week and i can tell when i don't have it for a couple days and i can also say that i've been relatively healthy meaning not sick like sneeze cough you know that type of sick um Pretty much the last couple of years, it happens occasionally. You know, I'll be out, I'll be out of my ass for a couple of days, but um, I've been taking this drink every single morning for several years, and I'm relatively, um, I don't want to say healthy, but not sick as a result. So. Yeah, I, I take apple cider vinegar. Um, I like the Braggs, and uh, sometimes I buy it from Costco, and I get you know, like you know those two bottles, and they last me a long time. The nice thing about that, too, is their expiration date is usually like six years or seven years away from whenever you buy it, so it doesn't go bad on you. Um, but I have my uh, power drink recipe on my YouTube channel, CoachBoss.com. It's my morning go drink, and um, some of the things that I add to it are spirulina, uh, BCAAs, cinnamon, um, I could go on I put an MCT oil in there and I just you know shake it up and slam it and I have it almost every single morning so I do it you know. so I'm not going to tell people not to do it um, but I'm, I am going to say don't do it thinking that it's the cure-all it's not it's just one of the many things you could be doing in order to live a happy healthy long life
0: would you say check it out uh, or do some research on her side if she'd like to check it out for herself
1: what apple cider vinegar yeah I, do you work for the apple cider vinegar company or I'm, something just,
0: I'm just I, I have a friend who's been pu- pushing it on my side And so I just wanted to bring it up As a suggestion if she wanted to do some research on it Because uh, check it out you know,
1: you're you're not going to find. I mean, it's like creatine. You're not going to find anything negative about it. You know, uh, and creatine has been proven to help. You know, build muscle, and there's very little, if any, uh, negative side effects to it. And so, and
0: it also helps as con- cognitive functioning.
1: Yeah, so she can do as much research on apple cider vinegar as she wants, and she'll probably see there's benefits to it. But it doesn't sound like. Like I said, I think you should be better off, you know, starting with the rower, trying to work that into her um, daily, if not semi-daily routine. And then after that, you know, once we start losing some weight, that's great. Once we start stalling, then we start talking about nutrition. So that would be my professional opinion, not Yoga Blocks and apple cider. Vinegar.
0: Okay. is Annie, just a thought, would you have any suggest- suggestions for her since she's a mother, Uh, I don't know how young her kids are or are there anything that she can do uh, when she's picking up the kids like to what, like, you know, kind of do some form of proper lifting at all to pick up the kid or that she should do when she's just kind of around the kitchen. Anything like that or while she's just active.
1: No, no, there's nothing. Where where the hell is all this coming from? Did Did I this is like a one question type show? You're trying to stretch this out. You're trying to make this a goddamn Joe Rogan podcast, right? Three hours long. Is that no, what we're man, I'm this? just
0: trying to think for Elizabeth. I thought she, she was wanting to get back in routine. I thought if she's multitasking... That my won't. God, I just answered I the
1: question. Start with the rower. Her. Focus on nutrition. Yeah. You know what? When you pick up your kids, don't round your back.
0: Okay. That's good. That's yeah. good.
1: Use more legs. Don't bend over. More don't bend legs. at the hips as much. Make sure you're squatting down, not just bending over. How do you like that? Is, you got any more well, questions, for,
0: Ross? Well, if you don't mind me chiming in, Andy. For oh, me, Jesus. I was in my client's house a lot of the time. I was in and such a good mood. Was picking up my tools. Really I had good. a lot of tool cases that were holding my screws, uh, my nails, uh, my my hand tools. Um, okay, a screws, and a lot of the time, screws. if I want to just try to make more of my exercise come into my job, I try mm-hmm. to take some time to try to have at least some form, so I'm not you know hunching and arching my back.
1: Well, it's and, it's, uh, it, it's the argument too. Like you know, your mother tells you to sit up straight. Like does that really help with your posture? I, th- I think you'll find studies that say yes and studies that say no. And so so if, there, if it does help, you know, there's probably negligible results. However, you know, in terms of body language, sitting up straight does send more positive signals than slumping over. That is a fact. Um, yeah, are, but what you're saying is, you know, is there, are there things I can do throughout the day in order to kind of work my routine into my daily life so I can make sure I'm doing everything properly and possibly even getting a quasi-workout while I'm doing it? Does that sound about what you're saying?
0: Yeah, just yeah. So you, you're just you're yeah, you're some it's, to me I would call it like you're exercising throughout your day but doing little tasks.
1: Yeah. every calorie eventually. counts. So I'm not gonna say uh, it's an ineffective or not. It's a I shouldn't say ineffective. It's an inefficient workout. So you're inefficiently working those muscles, meaning you're not concentrating on. Um, you know, prolonged periods of time or actually putting enough stress on the the body to make a a huge difference. But if we're talking about from a calories in versus calories out standpoint, you know, every calorie counts. So if you want to sit there and do a couple squats, if you want to do five squats for every time you bend over, yeah, that's going to help. Is that going to be a phenomenal squat routine? No. You're probably going to need more resistance and uh, in order to make that happen. But, you know, is it better than doing zero squats at all? Absolutely. So it's a, like I said, it's an, it's an inefficient workout, but it's a workout nonetheless. It's, you know, like little things like, you know, park farther away from the grocery store so then you have to walk farther in order to, you know, get to the front door and burn more calories. You can do that. There you go. Yeah. Like that. Take the stairs. Don't take an elevator, you know. Yeah. If, you have a, if you're taking a bus, don't you just get the bus stop right outside your door, you know, walk two or three blocks and then catch the bus, you know. Does all that stuff help? Absolutely. You know, but, you know, the major issue we're having is is people are grossly overweight and they don't know where to begin. And there's so much misinformation floating around. They get frustrated and they don't even begin. So I say start simple: buying a piece mm-hmm. of cardio equipment and having a, a weekly goal of I'm going to try to get three to four workouts this week of at least 20 minutes a piece. That's a phenomenal place to start. You know, get an accountability buddy, somebody you can just check in with. Uh,
0: there you go. I like that. That's a good idea. And I don't know what
1: the percentage is, but I guarantee you, uh, no matter how many you know workouts buddies you get, you're probably going to not settle on one for the entire time. They, they're they going to tend to fall off. That's just how it goes. My workout philosophy for working out, period, it's even why I got into this industry, is, hey, I'm going to work out. You can come if you want. And I've always done that. I've never relied on anyone else. Uh, because once you start doing that, man, you're just open your... It's like falling in love, Ross, man. You're just opening yourself up to heartbreak. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you got to pick with patience and you know, patience and, you know, yet it's all takes your time. And if things feel right, speak up and say something, you know, that's the best way to work through a situation and talk about it. Um, that's a good thing. Yeah. I got that.
1: Well, Ross, well, Andy, real... can
0: I ask one more question about yeah, this? Rowing? If it's Just, short. So for the rowing, when, you know i'm i'm really into breathing for comes to yoga when i do my postures and everything breath per movement when should she inhale and exhale when she does her rowing When she has her arm all the way down and then she pulls back is that when she should do an exhale or so, when, when what's the proper pr- procedure that you recommend because you you have had more experience in this field than me
1: yes so typically the exhale happens during the concentric portion of the movement. The concentric portion of the movement is defined by overcoming the load. In a sense of doing a row, she should, in theory, be exhaling as she's extending. So pulling the dam or pulling the um, the handle from the flywheel, the farther away she gets, she should be exhaling the entire time and inhaling on the way in. I will say this though. Um, at no point have I seen anybody pass out because they forgot to breathe while they were rowing, and I don't know anybody in particular that says, "Yeah, if you don't breathe with this certain tempo, you're not going to be a successful rower." Uh, breathing occurs naturally, so it's one I would not even worry about that. Uh, what I would worry about is hunching over, you know, while you're rowing. Try to keep a flat back. You know, let your uh, legs and hips, your knees and hips, do most of the work, and then arms are an afterthought. But breathing in itself it's gonna happen so we don't really even focus on that as much you know, it, one one time, I you know, that's I, I should say as much. I mean, it does come into play. Like, if somebody's going for a PR, personal record, like lifting a heavy weight, especially like a back squat, I tell them to hold their breath. Hold their breath, take a deep breath, go down into the movement, and as they're coming out, let the air just naturally come out. Uh, that's right. A, that's a great way. Yeah, but that's a one rep max, right? Um, but if we're talking about, like, doing reps for time and, you know, doing a number, just, people are going to breathe. You're going to breathe naturally. You're going to figure it out. It's not – I wouldn't worry too much about it because it's just another thing – for uh, another layer that you're going to Andy,
0: oh, would oh, that Jesus. help her under, How many times
1: have well, you said Andy lung today? Strengthening Lung strengthening? No, I'm not here to strengthen people's lungs, man. I'm here to tell people how to get in shape and live a long time. You know, go to go to a, a Reiki class, go to some sort of energy healing. You know, you could talk no, about. No, I'm just
0: thinking it's kind of important to work on your lungs, and I think if you're rowing, it's going to help you on your longevity to hey, it, get, well, get you further on your exercise.
1: When we talk about VO2 max, the bloods. Um, how much oxygen can get into the blood, uh, and your cardiovis- cardiovascular health—you know how strong your heart can be—that's all going to be improved by running. So worrying about breathing is just probably giving too much direction. Wouldn't worry about it.
0: Would you say is you know you're done? You're done asking questions. Where she has her run machine at all?
1: You're done asking questions. It's over. So Ross, this is what you need to do. You need to make some friends, okay, and then have them I have ask you of questions. Friends,
0: Andy, thank you so much. Well, have You're them ask
1: you a question, and we'll let's bring it to the show. Oh,
0: okay, I'll find my friends to bring to our show.
1: Questions? Yeah, and then you could talk about it, and then I can sit there and go, Ross, did you ever think about you know using uh, your thumb in the way of a hammer and not making sure that you know you hit the thumb with the hammer? I'm like, how would you go about doing that?
0: I think it's great I would like that you Ross know? I think that's why When you're you wearing a tool belt that. You know when, What be belt notch Should, should the tool belt be on To kind of further on Because I am The outsider Who's in But Ross the insider When you're wearing your, your steel
1: tube con- Steel toed construction boots Should you put the shoelace Through every single eyelet Or should you just Skip the top one
0: Those could be Important questions Ross Those details When
1: you're in matter, the sun And you're wearing
0: I can't answer that right now
1: Alright right, ma'am. Podcast is over. Thanks, Ross. We'll see you next week, buddy.